Oh. Hey, Mike Will, give me a beat. Mike Will. Yeah. Sticks, homie, ate the kids home. Think what's now, sweat a kid grown. Fly, I'm in fly mode. Take a seat, stupid, you see the sign on. Sorry, doc, it took a long time. Been on tour with Snoop, I was on my grind. Missed a couple calls, Hollywood and all. Tangeray got me feeling like hove, it's fine. <laughs> so I hit the booth for the caffeine show. Smooth D, holla, get at me, though. AQ, nice, running like an athlete, bro. Cook, cook, cold, man. That's what I be, and so be Porsche. Cook, cook, cold, man. Pockets like Big Shirley, that's Martin Mike. Hurt your cook, cook, cold, man. Be cold, I could drive my Murphy. Caffeine on the show, we the best out. There you go, Doc, in your mouth. Money running like water, never drought. Prepare the royal baggage, the king be out. Cars never gonna lease a king be out. Hurry up and buy, old dog, get out. Damn, block. Hey, Stixie, can't be serious. I'm about to service a shade for five. I'm living this Warren Buffett life. See, I get this wealth. My name is Money Cocksucker. Introduce yourself. Your last name ain't Benjamin. I don't need your help. If you ever block my money, just shoot yourself. Damn. I thought I told you before. This caffeine morning show. Let's go. Yo. Yo, Doc, I told you I got this thing right here, dog. It's Caffeine Morning Show. Smooth DQ Nice Porsche, what up? You know what I'm saying? This how we, you know what? See, I flip the bars like a pie. Move a hundred keys out overnight. That mean a hundred wraps in 24. I can sell it for 17.5. That's real work across seas. If rap don't work, I move these. Too metaphoric, then please. Like Swiss beats, I push keys. Don't forget them from Watsi. I deliver. No DiGiorno, no porno. Goodbye, December. Porsche will tell all the girls he fine. But he married, go figure. Just still jumping his DM anyway because he... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I got you. This is how we do. Caffeine morning show. Blah! AM Caffeine show. AM Caffeine show. It's your boy DLC. Uh, DJ Young Free and the Ones and Twos, our official, unofficial DJ. Yes. And uh, Smooth D. Smooth D. Uh, where did he go? To the donut shop Oh, of course he did Well, let me turn his damn mic off I don't know what he's doing uh, Shout out to my co-host Portia Coleman Who is not here today yet again Again? She fired? I don't want I was gonna fire her But she has a movie out So we gotta get as much cachet We gotta get as much <laughs> Administrative leave Yes We gotta get as much cachet as possible From our Portia Coleman Yes um, So she's not here But make sure you check out her movie On Netflix What's the name of that damn thing? Do we know? The Booty Up? There it is. Check out. uh, It's not called The Booty Up. (laughs) It's something about Christmas, dude. Smooth D, what's Porsche's movie? Christmas. (laughs) He doesn't know either. Wow, we're so supportive of our crew here, right? But, hey, follow Porsche Coleman on uh, social media and all that. She has a new movie out. Just came on Netflix uh, yesterday. So, uh, congratulations to Porsche Coleman. But today, very, very special guest and honor to have... uh, this guest with us, you know, um, oh, smoothie's not on mic. You know, in in every city, radio uh, is very important, and radio kind of speaks to um, what is going on in that city, right? And even though you know, internet radio and satellite radio um, are very important now, 
being able to have uh, a radio station in your city is is still um, extremely important. And here in LA, you know, we have a lot of Hispanics here in LA, right? What is it like? Thirty to one? Like they're all yeah. they're like roaches? They're all over the place. Really? <laughs> we, we, we are close to Mexico, by the way. La Cucaracha. That's racist. Don't do that, La Cucaracha. Don't do that. Don't come on, free. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, racist. But there's a lot of Hispanics here in LA, so a lot of the stations here um, cater to that, and we. You know, shout out to Big Boy who uh, has been in radio forever here in LA. But Indeed. there isn't like a lot of, you know, voices that speak to Black folks in Los Angeles. And because the AM Caffeine Show, we are based here in LA. We kind of get the pulse of what's going on in the city. And there's just one station that speaks to what is going on in the city that tries to um, address the issues that black folks deal with. Um, and it's owned by legendary, uh, the one and only Stevie Wonder. Indeed. Shout out. What up, Steve? <laughs> and one of the pillars of uh, 102.3 KJLH, air personality that has been on the station forever and through all the changes that <laughs> happen in radio, she has been able to navigate through and, and deal with just the politics of it. And one of my favorite people in the epitome. Hey, y'all, you know I went to college, right? This is the first time I've been able to use epitome. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> but the epitome of grace, class, and flyness, the one and only a day Lamar in a damn building, dude. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Things in the building. Let me tell yeah. you how I love me some damn a day Lamar. Yeah, I love tell him. You don't Hello. understand, Hello. man. A day. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Cause a day, like she didn't have to. She's on radio, like so. Like, why am I gonna go right. to another show? Like, I do this for a living. So with the these fact, peasants, with these peasants, exactly. So the fact that she's here today is so special. A day. How are you doing? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I'm telling you, I am so honored to be here. We have talked about this moment uh, happening for quite some time. And Doc, only for you. Oh, see? Hey. Got a little cachet. Got a little cachet. I love that. Um, and what's crazy is I, I actually, this whole radio thing for me was a complete, complete accident. And um, I, I started at KJLH. Like I said, I was there for six years, but it was it, it was not something that I wanted to do or even thought about doing. But once you get into it a day, isn't it like a it's drug? Addictive. Like, it's addictive. Is it, it's addictive. But what is that about? Like, what is it? Well, you know, it, it could, it's a double-edged sword in some regard. You know, some people get on the mic and they, you know, it's, it's addictive to the point they just want to hear themselves talk. Right. And then there's the other aspect of it where you're so connected to the community. You're so connected to your audience right? Uh, that you can't change that. It doesn't matter what medium you are. Like, if, let's say, you know, people always ask me, a day, don't you want to do television at one point? And I would love to do some television. However, if I could not do radio, still do radio, yeah. do it, I would not want to do it. Really? Simply because, you know, your audience is so connected to you. They can pick up a phone and tell you, hey, a day I agree, a day I disagree. Uh, you should take a look at this. This is happening over here. You know, in, in television, they got to send an email. Yeah, yeah, they gotta yeah. They got to do this. They got to go through these It's channels. a different connection. It's a different connection. And then you're, you know, it's so, radio is in the moment. 
Right. In the moment, you're right there in time. You're right there with your audience. You're living it together. You're going through whatever it is together. Radio is just, it's addictive like that. It really is. It really is. It's a connection that you don't want to ever lose with your audience. If you weren't doing radio, what what do you think, what would you be doing? I would be a citizen of the world. I would travel. I mean, shoot, you do that anyway. I know, but I would do it on a whole nother level. (laughs) (laughs) I would do it on a level where I don't need to be paid. Right. I'm gone. I'm out. You know, uh, no, I, I, I love traveling. I would love to be able to put together a travel show and just tell people why it's important that we travel, how it is a process of learning, exposure, and, and how other people live and why they believe what they believe. And, right. You know, so many times we, we see so many things happening as far as terrorism and people afraid to travel. We're afraid of each other. Right, right. We're afraid of each other. We're afraid of uh, going to different lands as to what whose enemies, you know, who are their enemies and how we might get caught up in their in their drama. But, you know, I, I say we don't live, we shouldn't live in fear. Absolutely. You know, we have to still venture out and see God's big, big earth that he meant for us to to marvel at. Right. You know? So that's that's what that's I would what do. That's what you would do. I would just travel. I'll just travel. Um so a day let let because I don't know I don't even know this. Um how did you get involved in radio anyway from like let, take me back to you know your 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 <laughs> first experience in radio you because know, from I've always just known you to be in radio, but right. never knew any backstory of, like, how that happened. Well, you know, I, I'm a small-town girl, so I'm from a little small town in, in Texas called Tatum. Okay. It's tiny, like right. tiny, tiny, tiny. Okay. 1,382 people. Wow, oh, okay. So I uh, went to school there. I actually went to the University of Oklahoma for college for broad, not for broadcast journalism at first, for mechanical engineering. Wow. So what, I, what, what was your plan? To, what were you going to do with that? I don't know. I just knew they were going to pay me. <laughs> it wasn't like building carburetors. Right, or nothing. right. No, no, you know, they had came to me. They were like, we're going to give you a scholarship to come to the school. Uh, we want you to get into engineering. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I took the, took the, the money and I right. got into it. <laughs> and uh, realized it really wasn't what I wanted to do when I, when I looked at the grand scheme of things. And I just happened to be walking on campus one day and I saw this young lady. She had her tripod up and her camera she was doing her live shot for broadcasting and i was like that looks cool right I right do that and so i changed my major lost all my money right. uh, <laughs> how did your parents feel about that one? oh they weren't too happy right they weren't happy about that but i figured it out i found out how to like get in-state tuition and work for the university right and pay oh. for it because i was not going back to tatum right know? i was like so i i i finished with a broadcast journalism major at Oklahoma. Oklahoma, OU. 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 That's yeah. funny. I was actually Sooner. born in Oklahoma. Were you? Uh, yeah, I was like, my dad was stationed there. I was only there for two months. Uh, <laughs> and then you're out, I right? was out. <laughs> um, so after school, then what? I went into, I was actually interning uh, my last year of school at uh, Russell Perry. I don't know if you know Mr. Russell Perry in Oklahoma City. Okay. He is like the the mogul of broadcasting there several several stations newspaper and everything and i was i was interning with his morning show host the female okay and she told me she said uh i'm leaving in five months her husband was in the military 
And she said, I'm leaving in five months. If you find a way to stay here the entire five months, I will train you for my position. Wow. And I'm like still in school thinking like, whoa, whoa, whoa. can I do this? Whoa. And so I'm thinking. And oh that was gosh. a morning show? It was the morning show. Wow. And I was thinking to myself, wow, let's see. I, I would love to do this, but I got to work. I'm going to graduate. I need to keep making some money. And so I stuck it out with her for the three months, right? But they needed, I worked with her from five in the morning till nine. And just so happened, they needed a receptionist from nine to five. Wow. So I would get up in the morning, intern with her. And we was there all day. All day. Yeah. I I live, breathe, and everything radio. Right. And uh, true to her word, she talked to the owner, Mr. Russell Perry, and the program director, Terry Monday. Um, and the next thing you know, right out of college, I am the news director, morning show host of my uh, my own radio show, uh, Monday through Friday for How the biggest station. How crazy is that? That's crazy. I'm telling you, God makes room for you. I mm. mean, you never know how it's going to come. You never have to try to figure it out on your own. He will just lead you if you just allow him to do so. So how long did you stay there at that station? So I was at that station. Let me see. Make sure we're not telling any dates and stuff. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So I was there probably almost two years. Okay. Maybe like a year and a half. And then uh, I said, hey, it's easy to be a big fish in a little pond. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to go to L.A. and see if I can do it. So you decided to come to L.A. Did you have did you know anybody in L.A.? I had come out. I had come out for the show. Um. As one of their guest DJs or whatever. Okay. And uh, only knew those people, mm-hmm. and not very well. Right. So, no, not really. Right. <laughs> really, not so really. that was just a walk on faith. Like I'm walk going to faith. LA. Packed up my little red car. Right. Drove out to LA and said, "Let's figure it out." Wow. And let's just figure it out. It took me a couple of years, almost two years, to find my way into back into radio. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, I worked with um, Babyface and Tracy Edmonds in there. Really? Right, right here on Cahuenga, right down there. So wow. you were working at, was it Yabium at yeah, the time, or was it, it Edmonds, 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 Edmonds Entertainment? Edmonds really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I her uh, general counselor, Ken Christmas. Okay. Yeah, so we were there. Yeah, I worked right there. And then found my way back into radio. Right. Andre Russell. AM Caffeine Show. So, Young Free, a day is in the yeah. building. Let's get into a quick mix. We're going to come back. Wow, this I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. What would she like to start it off with? Well, you know what? Let's just give me like a baby face joint. Like, let's <laughs> it only Free, makes Free's kind of young. Right. He might not have no you don't baby get, face. You got to have channel. a baby. But like, let's, it's still early in the morning. Don't. I don't want to get too sexy, <laughs> young Free. Uh, you got a baby face? I got some. What you got? No, come on, no, 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 come on, dude. Come it's too on. early for that. It's too early. What else do you have? Come on, I'm gonna slap that. If you don't baby get that, babyface just puts you in that mode. Right. right. I mean, I'm a babyface fan, but it's too early for that, young free. All right, here's what I'm gonna do, cause you don't know what the hell you're doing. Give me some TLC because they were signed to LaFace. Let's do, let, let, let's do that. Let, let's, let, let's do that, young free guys. And, sh- and shouts out to T-Boss. Shout out yes. to T-Boss, the AM Caffeine Show. We are on iCraft, which is T-Boss's station from TLC, so it'll only make sense. Right, right Smoothie? All right, on. young free. Uh, Adele Lamar's in the building. <laughs> let, let it go. AM Caffeine Show. Don't go nowhere. We right up in here, dog. Yeah. yeah.
doggy dog, the dog pound, and the family dramatics. It's like everywhere I look and everywhere I go, I'm hearing motherfuckers trying to steal my flow, but it ain't no thing to see my nigga Julio put me up on the game when I step through the door. You know, some of these against this so deceptive, using my styles like a contraceptive. I hope you get burnt, seems you haven't learned. It's the knick-knack paddywhack, I still got the biggest scab, so put your gun away, run away, cause I'm back. Why? Hit em up, get em up, split em up now. Tell me what's going on, it make me wanna holler cause my dollars come in ozones. Known for the break off, so take off your clothes and quit trying to spit at my motherfucking hoes. Speaking of hoes, I get to the point. You think you got the bomb cause I rode you with your shoes a flea. And I'm the big dog. I scratch you off and I'm off with my motherfucking hoes. Y'all's looking better recognize and see where I'm coming from and still eat side till I die. Why X, why? As the world keeps spinning to the D-O-double-G-Y. Yeah. 
box with a capital G, ball in the beat. Status Chris Paul or John Wall in the league. Grab a mic, till the knuckles will bleed. Cause I believe the potent and I'm potent. Have the geek like beat the Rehearsing the soothing the loins. Talk to Joey Earl, Kendrick Cole. Gatekeepers of flow. They are extensions of instinctual soul. It's the highest and commodity grade, and you can get it today. free on the ones and twos if you're just tuning in i have the legendary a day lamar from 102.3 kj lh in the building man thanks for having me no appreciate you stopping uh stopping through with uh like what did you say smoothies pet we're peasants right yeah. we're, i mean we're in the presence yes. of like of greatness this, no, 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 this no, is no, what no, she no. does no 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 I, yeah. I am honored to be here your your reputation precedes you so. oh yeah, she's so know, nice. Compliment, so compliments nice. will get you everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like, I've been in this business a long time. <laughs> Already? No. Um, so, a day we're talking about, you know, your journey uh, from Oklahoma to Los Angeles, yeah. and you get here, you're working uh, over with Babyface and, yeah. and Tracy Edmonds, and yeah. you're here for two years trying to navigate your way back into radio. Right. So... You say you end up meeting Andre Russell. I did. So Andre Russell is at that time was he the program director? He had still just okay, started as the program wow. director. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he had just started as the program director. A friend of mine who I met through that show I told you I'd come down and, and was hosting for that one or two shows. Yes. Uh, emailed me out of nowhere when I was working uh, with Tracy and said, "Hey, did you ever make it to LA?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm here. I've been here about a year or so." 
I want to send your uh, air check over to to Mike Mann first. Right. Wow. wow. And then Mike Mann. Everyone knows Mike Mann. Absolutely. Legend in the business. Yeah. And then Mike Mann passed it on to Andre Russell. Okay. And then I met with Andre, and he said, look, I just took over this position. I'm going to be making some changes. I can't do them right away, but can you come in and start filling in with me when some of the jocks are gone or whatever? And I said, of course. Right. So we did that for, you know, a few months or whatever. The holidays were gone, you know, coming on. I would come in and sit in with him, and he and I would do the morning show together. Mm-hmm. And then after, I guess, maybe six months to a year or whatever, he said, hey, I'm going to make some serious changes. You ready? I put it in my notice to... Uh, Hell yeah. I'll <laughs> holler at you, baby face. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we were working under Ken Christmas, her her general counselor. Right. Uh, Tracy and Ned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, well, bye, Tracy. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye, Felicia. Bye. <laughs> bye, Felicia. No, but they're good, great people. Absolutely. I love Tracy. I love Tracy. Um, so... You were filling in. So when when did you actually get your or what was your first like full time? Okay, I have my own time slot. This is my I show. Came in, I came in with uh, Cliff Winston. Okay, the legend, Woo! the legendary, legendary Cliff Winston. Cliff. Absolutely. Oh, homage made to Cliff yeah. Winston. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I came in with Cliff Winston, Janine Heidel. Man, Janine. Take me back to elementary school. Markeen. I know Markeen because Markeen used to work at Motown Records when I worked at Motown. So Mm -hmm. I know Markeen from there. But Janine Heidel is so cool. Yes. yes. So cool. When I was at KJLH, I had to fill in and do, like, traffic, which I sucked (laughs) at it, like... I was worse than Superhead. You know how she sucks. I was worse than that. But I had to do traffic, and I was trying to do traffic like Janine. There was just something. (laughs) There was just something about Janine's flow and the way you. I couldn't. I couldn't find it. I was trying to be Janine, and I realized like I suck at traffic. Yeah. You know, um, uh, she Mark Keen, who I Mark Keen, who was like the. The trouble starter. On yes, the yeah. You know, it, it, I loved our crew because, you know, of course, Cliff is the lead. You got Janine. She's the married uh, lady on the, on the scene. Right. I'm the single female that's trying to navigate right. the dating scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Mark Keane, who we who was like the instigator. He right. started all things. Right. And then El Nino was just super cool, like, you know, just doing his thing. Right. It was, it was a crew. Right. We all started together and, and uh, you know, slowly it know we started losing folks but that's how it started right and to watch i still just honor cliff winston uh because i learned so much under his tutelage right just just watching him operate right right uh, and how i tell a lot of people especially my interns that come in who feel like when they jump in they want to get on the radio they want to when do i start when do i get to say something already Sit back. Sit that, yeah, just yeah. Watch. Right. <laughs> and learn. Just watch and learn. And that's what you did with Cliff. Right. Cliff was just that. Yeah. Still that. Absolutely. Yeah, so, h- how long did that crew stay? Because Cliff was a part of the morning show for a long, long time, right? Long, long time. And I got to work with him several years. And then um, he departed the station. Right. Uh, and uh, before he did that, though, um, different people left, like Jeline, nothing. It was just Cliff and I. Yeah. And and that's where I really saw him at his, I mean, just best. Like, yeah. I saw him just, I learned so much from him at that point. Right. Uh, and then, you know, he went on to Radio 1. Right. 
And then they had me doing the morning show. Right. And so then we went on and we brought in um, Levi in with me. And then we went right. into God. Hey, but hey, hey, Levi is off the chain. Let me dog. tell you. <laughs> Levi Another is one. off the chain, unfiltered. You don't know what the hell Levi but would say, right? But you know what? Levi was so tame in the morning. He was so tame. When the mic was off, Right, he became Levi. But as soon as the mic came on, he, he, switched he would it up. throw it to me, and he would say, "I'm not saying nothing crazy on that radio." Right. Like, First thing I'm gonna do is call Stevie. Nope, right. He ain't saying nothing. Right. So he would throw it to me, but uh, I really enjoyed working. How? Okay, so. Let me even rewind. So when you first get to KJLH, mm-hmm. obviously at the point. Uh, you meet Andre. Right. You knew that Stevie Wonder owned the station. I did. What was your first? Uh, encounter and meeting with Stevie, like how was that? Okay, well, let me just say, you know, I'm from a small town, so I never thought that I would be in radio. Yeah, I mean, I remember like listening to the radio and my little brother and I calling up to the station. I'm sure I'm looking at it, you know, now as an adult, that the person was probably very annoyed with us because we were calling <laughs> like, "Will you play this song? Will you play this song? <laughs> play this song." So now that I know how radio works, works, I was like, oh, my gosh, we were just giving that person <laughs> So when I did get in radio, even with the fact of knowing that it was Stevie Wonder Station, I did not know a lot of his music. Mm-hmm. I could tell if it was, if I were listening, I could say, oh, that's, a, that's Stevie Wonder singing. But right. Did I know the album? No. Did I know the song? No. Mm-hmm. So I remember one day, um, Cliff Winston says, okay, everybody, this is where we're all together. Everybody get their favorite Stevie Wonder song. I was like, oh, oh my God. God. I don't got, I don't got one. I'm like, oh, my God. So Janine is starting right. I'm over in the other side of the room at that time, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm on the computer like this. Right. Like one face looking at Cliff. I'm looking at Cliff, but my but hands are trying to get it. And as soon as he gets to me, you know, I don't have anything up. I said, dang, Janine, that was the one I wanted. That was my song. Perfect. <laughs> Wow. That's my song. You know, so that's how I got out of that situation. But Stevie, of course, is just a genius. And I had never really seen him in concert at, other than the House Full of Toys. Right. You know, I'd seen him do that and we'd be at the um, forum and things like that. But one year, it was his birthday. And uh, they let me and another lady who worked with us when he did his Stevie Wonder Morning Thunder $1,000 Thursday right. show. I remember that. Right. Yeah, 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 yes. Well, we flew to Canada to be with him on his birthday when he would do the show. Right. But he didn't know we were coming. Okay. And so we get there, we surprise him and everything. He has the show that night. This is my first time seeing him in the huge arena. Like, it's so gigantic, right? Right. And we're sitting in our front row, and I'm seeing all these people, diverse group of people, every ethnicity represented. Right. And they're all coming up to the stage. And they're dancing. Some on beat, some not on beat. Right. <laughs> but they didn't care. Right, they didn't right, care. right. And to see him be able to direct this huge, this enormous crowd just with one word. Okay, everybody sing this. Right. Everybody sing that. This side sing this. And to see him bring everybody together, all these people together in unity, was absolutely amazing. So it was so striking that when we were talking right after the the uh, the show, he says. So so, what do you think? I said, Stevie. You know, I have to admit to you that I never really. I don't fool with you like I didn't that. Know, I didn't know you music like that. <laughs> I, I just didn't. I didn't. Right. He said, Yeah, yeah, you're a country girl. You're a country girl. I said, Yeah, I didn't really know. 
I said, but I tell you what, if you stick with this, I think you're going to make something. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're on to something. You're going places, kid. I think you can do this. I think you can do this. So, yeah, that's Stevie. That's Stevie. Um, Stevie's the coolest cat to hang out oh, with, too, so dude. Weird. Coolest cat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually tried to steal my watch one day. <laughs> I was shaking hands. We're talking. Uh-huh. And I'm not... I'm listening to him talk, and I'm not really paying attention, but he's trying to take my take watch. watch off. <laughs> and, I, and it caught me. I was like, Steve, are you trying to steal my watch? And he hits me with like, yeah, I'm from Detroit. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know uh, how it is in the D. Right. It goes down it's in the D. It's called in the D. <laughs> um, so, uh-huh. Dave, how hard has it been with, you know, all the changes that has happened you know, with radio and at KGLH and, and how hard has it been to still navigate through those changes and still be there? Well, like, you know, radio in itself is such a um, competitive industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't just walk away from those jobs. You know, you get in that studio, you try to stay in it as long as you can. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, but with every job or career, there are obstacles that are just going to pop up. You know, the, the industry changes. Um, I, I think one of the biggest times uh, I really felt uh, a real struggle is when there were situations where I was pushed into the lead. Mm-hmm. When a time, you, you've heard people say that you were before your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when they pushed me into the lead, uh, they were telling me things like L.A. wasn't ready for a uh, a female lead in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's what they were telling me. This wow. is what they were saying to me. This is what I would hear in meetings. Right. Uh, LA's not ready for that. You know. But they but were the telling. Coast, but were they were telling you that as they were supposedly supporting you in that position? Because isn't that that seems kind of weird? Like they're not ready for that, but we're going to put you in this position. And I know okay. you got to be careful. <laughs> so I know yeah. you got to be careful hey, on how you, well, how let's you just say, say this. things. Let's just say the East Coast. Was far advanced. Absolutely. They already had women leading the morning show. Andrew Martinez, he had Ricky Williams, he had all those folks. And we should have been, I should not have been the first African-American woman to be the lead of a morning show Mm, in Los Angeles. Right. It should have been Pat Prescott. Way before the time she is now. Okay. I was the first to do so. Right. But Pat had been in the business for far longer. And here in L.A. L.A., right. Right, right, Um, So the, we were before our time. Mm -hmm. And the people that were in charge of putting that all together, not everyone believed that we were ready for that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I and I don't fault them or blame them. That's just their perspective on where they were. Did you feel you were ready at that point? I felt that if uh, I felt God had put me in a position and if he felt that I was able to do it, I would do it. Okay. You know, I, I had some people that strongly supported me and I had people that you know, didn't feel that it was it was time yet. Right. So I think as just being human, when you know that you don't have one hundred percent behind you, you're going to you're gonna feel it. Right. You're right. Feel it. Yeah. Feel it. Um, but that's not to say anything negative about those who did not see it. Right. Because it's not it, it probably wasn't their vision for them to mm-hmm. see it. And I always felt like, you know, if God gives you something no man can take it away from you that's right so if it wasn't meant for me to be that it was for me to see to get the experience to see you know where we were in the climate right radio for a long time has been a very testosterone driven 
Absolutely. Industry. Yeah. You know, women, we were always the, the co-hosts. Right. We were always the, the sidekick. The sidekick. Uh-huh. We throw it up and volley. You know, we were right, always right. that. And uh, for now to see Pat Prescott, you know, lead that morning show is absolutely amazing. Right. I think it should have happened years and years and years ago. And I think there are so many more women in our industry that are able to do so. They just need the opportunity. And I think finally we've caught up with the time and we can Mm -hmm. see that, you know, back when they were trying to tell me that it wasn't there, I kept telling them, how can you tell me that when you got Oprah Winfrey and television leading everything? So why would they not accept a woman back in that day? Yeah. They didn't see it at the time. So we moved on and here we are now and we're opening doors for others. So, and I'm saying F that man, because I was like, when I saw you take that show over, I was like, well deserved, because we were at KJLH, but we were fans of what you were doing as you well. You know, uh, thank you very much. I I, yes. uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate all those that um, supported that, and 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 even can appreciate those who didn't, because right. mm. even that, even when you hear folks that don't, it gives you the the time to kind of see what what is their perspective, what is it they see. Mm-hmm. What is it that they feel? And so you can then kind of evaluate and negotiate, calculate what's going on in you. What mm-hmm. do you need to get stronger at? What is it that they say that needs to happen? Right. And so, yeah, you think you take everything as a blessing. Right. Everything is a blessing. Um, you know, at the top of the show, we were just talking about here in L.A. Mm-hmm. I don't feel there's a black voice. You're like... Mm-hmm. When I listen to the other stations, which isn't that much, but when I do, I just don't. And I'm free. I think we were talking about this last with week. With Fuzzy, right? With Fuzzy, yeah. uh, that that came from Power 106. Yeah. Um. So I look to when I listen to KJLH to hear about just the stuff that's happening locally, and I feel that's so important to have in the city and to have uh, a voice that I understand. Or a voice that's speaking to me about what's going on in this city, and that's what I like about KJLH. Still, it's it feels like it's a community. Like it seems like that's still at the end of the day, what um, the 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 goal is is to to make sure that you know we you touch folks that are in the city. And, and you know, I think uh, KJLH has done a wonderful job in doing so with the vision of of Stevie, of course, and. Our program director, Andre Russell, making sure what goes over those airwaves um, relate and connect to our audience. Andre's who brought me in, right. you know, years ago. And um, he has been excellent in showing us, you know, where the needs are, how to identify them. I, that's the one thing people ask me all the time. Where do you think radio is going? Yeah. You know, will it always be there? Will online and... And different, uh, different other, other platforms, other yeah. platforms take yeah. over. I think that there will always be a need for radio. For the very reason Indeed. you said, there's the direct connection. You can talk to the audience. You directly know what's happening in the city. When you go to a new city and you're trying to figure out what's going on, you what's turn the party, on the radio. Turn on the radio. Right. Because right. they're going to tell you what's happening right now, what's going on. Uh, even even being a syndicated show, because now we have Steve Harvey in as a syndicated show. Which I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, we have that as a syndicated show. 
And I think what their idea is, is to have someone like me in each market to give them the local feel. Mm -hmm. So my job with the morning show is to come in each hour. I break about three times an hour sharing what's happening in L.A. to mm -hmm. give you an L.A. feel, to give you um, from what's going on with traffic, for what's going on with the concerts are going on, what organizations. I do interviews. Today we talked to Baron Davis, Davis today. Right. Just giving people an opportunity to still connect with their local organizations, communities, people that are doing stuff in the trenches, and right. I like them. Right. And right. Uh, that's what we're trying to navigate and really figure out how successful we are in having a syndicated show versus a local show. Right, that, and that was, how do you feel about that? Because me personally, um, and this is not anything against Stevie, uh, uh, Steve Harvey or anybody else that has a syndicated show, but when I'm in the city, I want to feel like the folks that's talking to me know what's popping here in the city. I totally understand what you're saying, and I and I get that a lot. I will say this on the matter. Um, there's a lot to be said about someone that knows the city that you're living in. Uh, that was one of Cliff Winston's strongest, strongest abilities. He knew L.A. He grew up in L.A. The things we talked about were about L.A. Right. He would reference things that only L.A. LA folks know. Knew. Absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. he, he would talk only about, and people miss that to some degree. But it does not take away from Steve Harvey being funny. His Absolutely crew, not. Uh, his crew is funny. I, I I adore all of them. They they make me laugh every morning with their craziness. Um, but there's a lot to be said from both from both school of thoughts. You right. know, um, the syndicated show it's able to really bring in a lot for a station as far as advertising dollars and things like that, and and being able to relax and have that show kind of done. I you know. I personally like it because I'm able to, you know, there's a little selfishness in right. that. You know, I'm able to do the traveling. Right. Talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, there, so I'm able to. And not that of, load right, of, right, yeah, right. of a morning show. Because if we had a local morning show, that would definitely cut back on my right. on my travel. But, right. um, you know, but, you know, it's it's uh, good with both. Right. They're, right. they're good with both. So. So. um What's next? Like what and staying in the radio field, if you could uh paint your perfect picture right now, Ooh. Ray, why would that be? Well, I hope Stevie Wonders listen to this part. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I would want to be an ambassador for the station, an international ambassador for KJLH. We have our KJLH mobile app, which you can download family right now do that do that <laughs> yes absolutely you can take us wherever you want to go we claim you know one of the biggest claims with that app is that we're worldwide right i would like to be able to go around the world and spread kindness joy love and happiness telling people about this kjlh mobile app and uh be able to broadcast from wherever i am right and uh, and just travel. That's my ultimate. I'm telling you, Doc. That is that's the ultimate goal. I just want to just see this world from so many different perspectives that God has created, and just tell people about it. That's. I just want to go. I just want to go, go, go. And I so see that happening, though. 
and now you put out in the universe. Like, let's call Stevie too. Tell yeah. me, listen to the show, dog. So now that you, you know, we've been talking about travel with all the travel. Yes. What is, and I'm sure it's hard, oh, yeah. but what is the one place that you that you've gone to that anytime you talk about travel that had just stood out in your mind, just the one place that you just like, this is the ultimate place. You know, I, and you're right, it's difficult because I'm a tropical person. I like, if I ever retire, I want to go somewhere where it's warm and sunny and beach and all that kind of stuff. Because whenever it gets 70 degrees in LA, I'm like, oh my God, it's cold. I can't take it. I can't <laughs> take it. Who are you telling? It gets 75. It. I'm like, where's I, my partner, my beanie? Take it. I yeah, cannot I can. take it. Yeah. But one of this, and it's so hard for me to say cities, but this Barcelona. Barcelona is so beautiful. Really? It's so romantic. But and that's the one thing. Like, I love the city, but it's also depressing. Right. Not <laughs> <somebody>. <laughs> wow. it's, I mean, if you were, if you if you have a significant other, Barcelona is so beautiful. It's so romantic. So cozy. It's so city. It's so chic. It's so, yeah. Barso, I love Barcelona. Barcelona. See, Barcelona. I even even with her speaking now, I just so see this like not only just on radio, I see it visually. I, I see it. We're working on some things. We're, we're getting ready to do some podcasts. Uh, KJLH is getting ready to do some really interesting things that we'll be sharing. But uh, that's my ultimate goal. I would love to be able to just be a travel blogger, just travel the world. <laughs> With, with someone else paying for it. Of I ain't mad at and that. And let me just tell them about how beautiful it is here and there. Right. Yeah. What's on the bucket list to go? Where is it that you want to go? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have on my list for next year. Um, I want to go to Egypt. Uh, mm. I, I had a friend who just, like, he I just go. got back from Egypt. He I said it was go. awesome. I want to go to Egypt. This year, earlier this year in April, uh, I was talking to my friends about going to Cuba. I just I went to Cuba <laughs> last summer. Let yep. me tell you, I I, I went in April. I talked to my friends. What do you think about Cuba? I enjoyed it, but because but I take in I take in the good and the bad of every place. I know I know. Let me tell you, when I asked my friends to go with me, no one was. They were like, oh, let's wait till 2018. I was like, 2018, things will have changed by then. Mm. And true enough. What is Trump trying what to do? What is Trump trying to do? He's trying to change. Down. Yeah, no, absolutely. So two weeks later, I'm in Cuba by myself. Wow. I just decide I'm going to go. Wow. And uh, I what, get out what, there. What touristy stuff did you do? Like, what places did you go? Okay. Like, did you go to, like... The first five days, I did it all on my own. Wow. I just kind of, like, just found Did you go to life. Ernest Hemingway's house and all that? I okay, there. I did that. I went there. I did. Ernest Hemingway's like a god in Cuba. Oh, my goodness. He's a god. Did you meet Mr. Cuba? Did you see Mr. Cuba, the guy with the huge cigar? Where was with he? The, uh, he's right in front of Hemingway's restaurant all the time, waiting for people. But, Hem but Hemingway has like, well, I went to like three. There was like three different places that they say that Hemingway went to all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was like one little, it was a bar which is like across the street because I went on on the cruise, but mm -hmm. stayed in Cuba for like mm -hmm. four days. Mm -hmm, that's awesome. So it was just like the. Um, I don't know, like an outside flea market, I guess yes. you want to call it, yes. right? So within that place, there was like three or four places that they said, oh, he always can He yeah. always went here. So I went to those places, but I didn't see the Mr. Cuba dude. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> I missed him. He missed has a huge cigar. And, uh, you know, everywhere I go since I've been traveling since very long time. So I always get 
video of where I go and try to kind of document where I'm going Absolutely. for this show that right. I want to do. That's going to do. Right, yeah. right. So, but I went there and I got to see just so much. I wanted to really feel Cuban. I wanted to really feel like I was there, not as a tourist. Yeah. So I, I got there um, and I got an Airbnb apartment in the middle. How much was that? Because it's so cheap. Oh my God, it's just so crazy how the dollar is I over was there. I there for seven days. I had a, a little, uh, I had an apartment in the middle of Old Havana. I told them it was going to be two people because I never let people know I'm traveling by myself. Yourself, right. For safety. And it was just $450. What? Seven, Yo, the average salary yeah. for a lawyer and a doctor is $50 a month. Huh? Wow. $50 a month. Wow. Telling you. And if you like, it looks like it's in the 1950s. Yes, it, it, you you actually go back in time. Absolutely, yeah. like it really does. You're and the they don't have any cars. modern cars, so yeah. like all the taxis and stuff like that are okay. cars from like I've the seen 50s. Pictures. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Pictures. classic cars. Classic I can, cars. I have a picture that I took, and um, it was black and white, and you would swear that was in 1950 mm. and, and not 2017. But the people. Beautiful people. The, you know, I really wanted to know them. I yeah. really wanted to feel. So I would, so when I first, I only had one moment where I was a little afraid when I first got there. <laughs> you know, I got in the, the taxi and he didn't speak English very well and my right. Spanish is not the best. Right. And so he was taking me to the Airbnb and I look and I'm, he's like, the only words he knew were like, get out. <laughs> so he drives Whoa. me down this little alley, which I now know is the actual right. street. Right. And he's like, he gets out of his car. He's like, get out. Get and out. I'm like, and I'm looking around and there's all these men standing around oh. and they're playing back. I'm like, I'm not getting out of here. And I thought to myself, a day, what have you gotten yourself into? And so then I see the guy who, you know, actually is renting out the apartment. And then I feel okay. And I ask him, like, I said, hey, I got some friends coming later. But is it okay if I go to dinner by myself? You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. He's like, oh, you'll be fine. Da, da, da. So the first few days, you know, I still get the, hey, senorita. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I'm just, um, I look hand to my purse like and this. Just and just keep I'm it like, moving. Like, hola. That's right. all I'm saying. I put my hand up. Hola. And I'll walk. Hola. Auto. Hola. <laughs> no bueno. Hola. I would never give him eye contact. Oh, by like the third or fourth day. It was like, hey, how you doing? Where are you from? Da, 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 you know, and right. everyone's, everyone's calmed down. Everybody's, yeah. you know, family. And at that point, and uh, I just had the most amazing time to to find out why they believe certain things. Their yes. culture is mm. not only are the cars, you know, back in the 50s, the mindset. They don't mm. have, they're, they're still arguing over um, skin color. Yeah. The shadism is still an issue. Hair is an issue, whether or not you have, you know, what they call the good hair, the uh -huh. straight hair, wow. whether or not you're perming it or straightening it out. They are they are some huge now, not to say that it is not they have a some have a sense of consciousness of being leaving that, but it is still very, very big. There. Right. And uh and I had a guide, a tour guide the last two days. And we went to the tobacco farms okay. and the Oh, the I didn't rum. do that. Oh, tobacco farms, they're fun. Oh, I didn't do that. In the rum. And they, I mean, the, and they serve mojitos like they do mimosa. Oh, yeah. Mojitos is everywhere. Mojitos is everywhere. Mojitos is everywhere. lunch and dinner. But the culture, the things they talked about, I asked her, like, tell me about Fidel Castro. 
because you know one you meet one person they, they tell you one thing yeah. yeah next people they loved it right and, and the, she gave me the most honest answer i think and she said for fidel castro he was human right he was a man who had the best interest of the people the people and once he got the power there was a sense of corruption to a degree. She right. said he became our father. Yeah. He wanted to be yeah. our father. He wanted to protect us from everything and felt like he knew what was best. And she said that then led to, right. you know, people not. Um, did you go to the Tropicana? I did go to the Tropicana. You saw the show? I, I didn't see the show. I saw the show, the show was, was off the long. chain. Off the chain. Was it long? It was like it was a long, long It was long. Yeah, but but it was long. But it was cool, though. It was cool it was nice, huh? to be there. And then when I see the Tropicana, I'm thinking about... Ricky Ricardo, because <laughs> Desi, Desi Arnaz is killed yes. me. So I asked yes. the guy, and I was like, "Yo, the Club Babalu." I was like, "Desi don't get no love," <laughs> and he's like, "Nah, we don't really fool with Desi because oh, no. Desi left and came to America, and they felt that Desi got very Americanized mm-hmm. and kind of forgot them." Mm. And I was like, "Well." Dizzy's always talking about <laughs> Club Babalu and the Tropicana. Like, he would always talk about Cuba. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. But they said, they don't fool with Dizzy like that. Well, you know, when I was talking to with the guide, uh, she said there was a point in time where it was so bad um, with people trying to leave Cuba yes. by just, you know, however means they could. By any means necessary, any means right. Necessary. Yeah. She said people were making these makeshift boats and having these compartments, and people were just at one point just jumping off that wall and just trying to swim because, you know, it's only 80 miles from there. From, from uh, yeah. Miami. Yeah, it's only yeah. 80 miles. Exactly. And they said they had the, uh, I can't think of the name of the law, but it was to the point where if you got there on your own merit, no one assists you. You could stay. Okay. If you if you were able to swim by boat or however, and she said that so many people were being, um, were dying. Yeah. Just trying to get to the states, just trying no matter what. And uh, when President Obama ended that, right. Some people were happy he did it because he thought that it would like stop people from dying unnecessarily. Yeah. And then others were upset. Right. That he did because they wanted to be able to still have a chance to get there. Right. Yeah. That's how I felt with my tour guide. I was asking him just it. Actually, my conversation when I was a little depressed because it felt like it was sad to hear that. They're stuck. Like they couldn't. They they can't leave. They want to leave, but they can't. Um. But it was definitely, definitely. A great, uh, a great experience. The four days that I was there, yeah. like you said, traveling is is cool. But I just can't. I hate the planes. Like I want to get there. Like we're going to Jamaica. I want to. <laughs> I don't want to do the planes. I just want to. I want to be there now. You want to get there. You want to get. And there. that's why I don't travel more because I don't like the plane. Like I'm I did, too. I did Singapore this year too. Wow. Like 16, 17 hours. Yeah. Have you been to Japan? Uh, not to stay long as a as a layover. Oh no, going to China. Off the chain. Yeah, yeah. I Japan went to China. is off the it's chain. It's beautiful, huh? I lived there for and three years. Super it's clean. Off, it's incredible. You will get uh, fined for even throwing it's gum. Incredible, out of thing, right? but I actually want to go back for the uh, the next Olympics is going to mm-hmm. be in Japan, so I'm trying to go to that. I think that's in 2020, whenever the next oh, Olympics is. Konnichiwa. Uh, but it's very expensive. Very oh, expensive, yeah. but the culture is off the chain. Oh man, free this hour's up already with a day Lamar, Aww. dude. I'm looking at You're the, the part two. You a day. <laughs> um, AM Caffeine Show. I appreciate a day. Um, 
rocking with us. And again, if you are not in the Los Angeles area, you can get the KJLH app. Oh correct? yeah, the KJLH mobile app, just radio free on your your app store. Absolutely free. Hang out with us. Take us wherever you go. And if you are in LA, 102.3 KJLH. And the day you're on every morning from what time? 6 to 10. 6 to 10 with the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And uh, my social media, may I put those hands up? Absolutely. At Aday Lamar. It's A-D-A-I-L-A-M-A-R. All one word. And I'm just about on every one of them. <laughs> Yo, Aday is the, uh, like I said, the epitome of flyness. Every time oh, you see you. a day, she's off the chain. And very very active in the community like and very approachable no matter where a day is she takes yeah. the time to speak with everybody so super cool <laughs> and i'm glad i got the opportunity to um to meet a day at our little stint at KJLH before did we get fired what, what happened I, over there? I got fired you, you did. left yeah, yeah. I left. there it is. that's what happened they didn't do that yeah they, they, they did Aww. it's all good though it's all good <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you Stevie I still listen to you don't trip <laughs> AM Caffeine show that's how we get down each and every Wednesday and Friday make sure you go to amcaffeine.com right now get your official AM Caffeine uh, merchandise we have t-shirts up there sweatshirts up there baby tees amcaffeine.com uh, you guys enjoy your holiday uh, yeah. Christmas is coming up and feel free to drop gifts off to the AM Caffeine <laughs> Show. We're taking, We're taking everything. everything. Uh, a day once again, thank you so much thank for rocking for with us today. Me. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. The AM Caffeine Morning Show. We up out of here. Peace. Peace.